KYW News Radio Original Podcasts. This is KYW News Radio in depth. I'm Matt Leon. We have lots to deal with these days. Of course, COVID-19 is surging just about everywhere. We've got lots of concern about what the fallout's going to look like in a couple weeks after we have people traveling all over the country for Thanksgiving. And there's also a ton of concern about the economic situation and the fact that Congress still hasn't passed another stimulus bill. We wanted to talk about all this, so we caught up with Avanel Joseph. She is the Vice President of Policy for the Robert Wood Johnson Foundation. Really good conversation. Give a listen. So we've got the virus spiking. We're heading into the winter months or we're on the cusp of the winter months and the holidays. Uh, We haven't had congressional action in months. How dire is our situation? (laughs) Well, we're surging. You know, in the past week alone, there's been more than one million new COVID cases and almost half a million hospitalizations and thousands of unnecessary deaths. So it's getting serious. I think it's more important now than ever to trust our public health agencies and follow basic public health roadmaps so that we can have, you know, safer communities um, and economic recovery as the colder weather and indoor gatherings start to increase for the winter. What is your concern about what we're going to look like two and a half weeks from now? Because... As much as people have sounded the alarm about Thanksgiving, it seems like a lot of people are going headlong into the fight. Uh, What's your level of concern there? You know, it it is certainly concerning, but there are things that we know that can protect us and our family members. Things like wearing masks, things like keeping distance, things like opening your windows if you're indoor for better air circulation, running an air filter, There are things that we can do to reduce our risks. Um, And uh, certainly I hope that people will uh, keep those things in mind as they're thinking about traveling for the holidays and gathering with with family and friends and visiting uh, uh, elder family members and and, and friends as well. I'd like to focus now on the the economic, the policy side. And we had the CARES Act back in early April, which... We can argue how well it was distributed or whatever, but it helped, and it gave people what they needed at the time. I am personally stunned that we didn't get a second one, still haven't gotten a second one, uh, as the unemployment numbers have stayed high. How surprised are you from a policy standpoint, and frankly from a human standpoint, that we didn't get more help from Congress over the last almost seven months now? It's unconscionable. I can't believe that Congress has waited this long to do a second stimulus package. Certainly, there have been ongoing conversations between Democrats in the House and Republicans in the Senate and in the White House, but nothing has solidified a deal. I think, unfortunately, Congress is a stimulus response organization, and until it feels the pressure from the people, until it feels like it has to move, then it tends not to. Fortunately or unfortunately, we have an upcoming deadline, the funding of our government that's happening on December 11th. And I think that's gonna create a real opportunity for Congress to to act, to do something to help provide relief for the American people. This goes beyond just sort of economic relief, which certainly we need. There are still 28 million people in the middle of a pandemic who don't have health insurance. There are people who can't get food on the table, much less Thanksgiving dinner. Just day-to-day meals are hard 
for people to, to get for themselves and for their kids. There are still schools across the country who are closed and kids who are not getting access to school lunches. I mean, these are, these are things that are, that are Congress's responsibility, the federal government's responsibility to act, provide some relief for states and to provide relief for, for people. So I certainly hope that um, no more time will be wasted and we can start working diligently to getting another package done. What are some things you would like to see? I know some of the things that really seemed to help the first time around were the extra 600 bucks a week for unemployment, the direct money, just putting money in people's pockets. Uh, what are some things, do you think those are blueprints for success now? And what else do you think we need? I certainly think that those are blueprints uh, to continue um, additionally, we, we need an extended eviction moratorium. People are um, unable to pay their rent, their daily bills, um, and much less their rent. And we don't want people being kicked out on the street in the middle of winter during a pandemic. Um, but not only evic an eviction moratorium, we need rental assistance. Because at the point that the moratorium ends, people are going to have you know thousands and thousands of dollars in back rent that are due and that's the kind of thing that can hit your credit and that can provide really long-term hurdles for any sort of economic freedom. So Congress really does need to step up to provide some rental assistance. The other things is that we need to fund schools um, and staff and teachers so that we can have the right PPE, the right uh, mechanical systems put in school, the right physical space to be able to distance kids so that we can have kids across this country start entering back into school in a regular way. Uh, we need to increase our SNAP benefits. Those are uh, food stamps, uh, traditionally called food stamps. This is, you know, meager assistance to families in order to help them get some food on the table. We know uh, that increased uh, SNAP benefits help not only with the health of the families that are that are getting th those benefits, but also with economic recovery uh, at large. Um, so those are some things that we need to focus on in this next stimulus bill. Additionally, I, I can't overestimate the necessity for health insurance. You know, in the middle of a pandemic, the first recommendation that's been given to Americans is to call your doctor. There are tens of millions of Americans who do not have a doctor and they do not have somebody to call because they don't have health insurance and they don't want to enter into a very complicated health system. That's something that America should be doing better. Um, on, and I would hope that it will be adjusted in, um, or at least addressed in the context of this next, next stimulus package. I'd like to drill down just into a mindset, because one of the things that I really thought we would see a second package, because frankly, it's a huge election year, and I thought, even if you want to look through it, the incredibly cynical lens, who wouldn't want to go back at any level and tell their constituents, remember... I fought for you to get an extra $1,200, extra unemployment benefits. I, what is, I just, I can't get my head around why politicians, I don't care what level, what party, wouldn't want to do that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that's a really, uh, that's a really good observation. You know, I think a lot of this is a breakdown of communication between the White House and Congress. And I think I'm hopeful, as I think many Americans are, that with the change of administration and new leadership that's coming in in January, it will signal a future that's a little bit brighter um, and a future that will address some of these needs. 
you know, over the past couple of months, there have been ongoing conversations between the House uh, Speaker, Nancy Pelosi, and the White House. Um, but the White House was not always in touch with the Republican Party. And so the needs and desires of the Republican Party in the Senate and the White House didn't match up, making negotiations really difficult to reach consensus. And you mentioned that, that deadline to fund the government. I think you said December 11th, if I'm not mistaken. Do you really think we've got a window here where we can kind of, I don't know if tie together, is that, but get both these things off the table and everybody can focus on 2021? Yeah, I, I really do. I think this is an opportunity for us to address um, COVID as well as address the continuation of the funding of our government. You know, I think there are um, details to get worked out. Um, I certainly hope that uh, Congress will consider doing as much as humanly possible in terms of economic support and stimulus um, in this package that's happening at the end of the year. Um, but certainly there's gonna be negotiations to have about what's the dollar figure? How much are we gonna invest in coronavirus? And will this be the last stimulus package that we see or will Congress uh, be cooperative even in the new year to do um, more relief, particularly for states who are gonna be in a real fiscal crisis come next year? They have um, been dramatically hit in terms of their budgets, and they're going to have to start making some really tough decisions. Do they lay off firefighters? Do they lay off teachers? Do they lay off emergency responders because they can't make um, their they can't balance their budgets? This is a time for the federal government to give states the relief they need, so they don't have to make those sorts of decisions for their constituents. Do you think people and let's play let's look at the negative side here let's say nothing gets done they they fund the government and that's it is there an appreciation there are so many programs that are going to end after day after christmas end of the year is there an appreciation how bad things could get very quickly you think when it comes to the fact that we haven't had anything for seven months kind of answers the question for me but we as bad as things are there's knocking from below that's possible now <laughs> Yeah. Um, I mean, I think Congress certainly recognizes that. I mean, they know that all of these um, provisions that were put in place to help the American people have expiration dates that are that's toward the end of this year. So that in of itself, I think, is catching the attention of policymakers and certainly the public. Nobody wants to see a cliff that happens on December 31st or December 26th, where all of a sudden these benefits end and people are literally kicked out of their homes uh, literally unable to put any food on the table, who have lost their jobs, who don't have health care. I mean, that's really a, um, a, a worst case scenario that nobody wants to see played out, doesn't matter what your political affiliation is. So I think um, the combination of the, of the deadlines that are coming up, the expiration dates for those programs, plus the combination, uh, plus the uh, deadline for the funding of the government really does create this um, opportune time for Congress to step up. And my final question, it, it seems to me in this moment, how much are we hurt by a, almost a complete lack of political imagination in big moments like this? Like, there's opportunities to, to, to really make changes for the better, and even the CARES Act, as much money as it was, it was kind of just stemming off disaster and, and playing around the edges. Are are we really hurt by a lack of imagination in, in situations like this? You know, the, the needs are so acute um, that I think there is a desire to really just try to focus on what can be fixed immediately. 
But this really is an opportunity to think about long-term change. We still are a country that doesn't have um, universal paid leave, for instance, which means that people are forced to go to work sick because they have to make their bills. They have to pay their bills. Um, so, you know, there were provisions and cares that allowed for uh, temporary um, paid leave programs so that people can stay home to take care of themselves or their loved ones without going out in the world and potentially infecting others. I would hope that those types of, of seeded programs would start to lead to thinking about a, a future which looks very different with policies that, that are in place that provide the sort of support to the American people to live their healthiest lives and to protect the health um, and safety of others. That's it for this episode of KYW News Radio in depth. You can listen and subscribe to the podcast on the radio.com app or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. I'm Matt Leon, and we'll have another episode out soon. 